welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Tiago da Costa. I'm with Toric. Today, I have the pleasure to talk to Ryan Hale from Lico Contracting. Uh, Ryan's going to be sharing a lot of his experience building uh, the, their, their data strategy, their data um, pipelines, and, and walk through the experience that they had uh, becoming a data-driven company. So I'm very excited about this talk, very excited to talk to Ryan. So Ryan, I pass it on to you. Please give us a brief uh, brief introduction, and then we'll, we'll start off um, with the interview. Yeah, yeah, Tiago, thanks. It uh, should be good. Um, I'm Ryan Hale, as you mentioned, uh, CIO of, of Lithgo Contracting. We are the nation's second largest concrete contractor. Uh, we've got operations in 22 cities at this stage, I believe, um, and about uh, 5,500 coworkers that build buildings every day. Uh, about half of which interact with data or information in some form or fashion. So my team and I um, try to work closely with them to um, understand what their requirements are, what their needs are, and then uh, tee up data information in the, the best possible way for them to digest it at the time they need it in the form they need it. That's awesome. There's so many companies going through through this transition. So, how do you see the construction industry as a whole uh, moving to a more data data driven approach in the future? Yeah, you know, construction is a is an old industry, and if you look at at some of the the reports um, that are out there from some of the top consulting companies, they would they would tell you that from a technology adoption standpoint construction tends to be toward the bottom of all the industries they they rank. Um, so, you know, right there off the bat, there's a little bit of a um, of a hurdle to overcome or an obstacle to overcome. I, I will say in the past six or seven or eight years, you've seen um, construction start to come up the technology adoption curve. Uh, there's a lot more point solutions uh, being offered out there in the industry. Um, and, and as those point solutions now have begun to proliferate a bit, people are uh, becoming much more used to interacting with data and information. So to me, it all starts with, if you can't collect it, you can't report on it, you can't analyze, you can't use it. So I think the good news across construction is by and large, there's more data being collected probably than there, than there has been in the past, which is, which is great. I think what construction has to do, they've got to unlock how to take that data, turn it into meaningful information to truly unlock productivity. No matter almost where you are in construction, everything comes down to how many units can you put in place? How quickly can you do X? How well can you keep equipment utilized? It's all about productivity. It's all about utilization. And I think those that will ultimately win in construction in the end will figure out how to take data being captured, turn it into information, and ultimately unlock productivity. There's a lot to figure out in that journey, but that's certainly the journey we've been on the, the past few years. Um, I think the, the second thing before I turn it back to you would be, the nice part is now you've got all these point solutions where people are collecting data, which is great. The challenge as a data team is now you have a bunch of point solutions where people are collecting data, right? And how can we seamlessly to the end user take all those various point solutions and the data being collected, how can we bring those into some kind of centralized data warehouse, lake, lake house, whatever you buzzword you want to sign up for, 
How can we do that? And then how can we turn that around in a normalized fashion and get that out to the folks so they don't even know where it was collected? And it doesn't matter to them because we're taking three, four, five different systems, smashing the data together together to give them a better a better product to use and 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 be more informed in their decision making. Awesome. And I think like to your point, like think with more data being created by everyone, right? Like I think in the beginning was the people back in the office that were managing a construction project, like the accounting team, finance, and then maybe some of the project management. But now you have every foreman and every superintendent, everybody on the job site generating all this data. So you have a explosion in volume of the amount of information that's being generated because of many more people. Um, yeah, yeah. For, for us, that, that rings so true. For us, we have 5,500 or so coworkers every day. And the superintendent on the job is collecting the time and the quantity put in place, whether it be concrete or rebar or whatever it is, the time and the quantity put in place for every single one of those individuals across a series of cost codes. So every day, just, just capturing the work that had been done the day before, every morning we're getting 12 to 15,000 different lines of data. And that's just by 9 a.m. And that's just to literally capture hours and units being put in place. It's it, not all this other stuff that it takes to run the business. So the amount of data becomes uh, pretty immense pretty quick. There's no doubt. Yeah. Awesome. And how long have you been, been on this journey at Litco? And um, how, how long has the company decided that data was important for them? Um, how has that journey been, been coming along uh, since then? Yeah. So Litco has been around 20 eight or 29 years now. And I would say even I've been here only nine of those. So I'm speaking a little bit out of turn, but, but for the majority of those 28, 29 years, this desire for a process driven data driven organization, I think was always there, right? There was always pieces and parts of that uh, in everything that we've done. Um, mm -hmm. I think over the past four or five years, is when not only our environment has gotten more complicated with more point solutions and all of those things that we talked about a few minutes ago, but the desire to take those various pieces of information or data, bring them into good solid information um, that's available by role so that people can make decisions by role when they need to make those decisions. That is something that in the past three or four years that we've really, really started to put a, a fine point on the wedge on. And, um, and I would say we are just at the start of that journey. I, I think this is a journey that we'll be on for a long time. And just given the changing landscape of data and technology and AI and all that stuff, I, I think it's very easy to see. We, we may never complete that journey, but yeah. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it's becoming an integral part of the business, right? Like you're, you're. It's becoming part of the executing the business, not just a a thing you do on the side. Which is, uh, it's awesome to see that that production scale to it. Um, and you talked about AI. So, how do you see AI and data really affecting some of these um, this next generation of of construction companies, and uh, how does it affect your business? Yeah, man. I that's a that's a loaded question, right? I, I would probably have put myself in in the initial naysayer camp of AI as of a couple of years ago. It felt like this buzzword that was everywhere. 
yet seeing and feeling how it actually landed in reality to get results was always a little fuzzy for me. Um, I could not have been more wrong um, in my opinion then. And, and maybe some of that is just now the, you know, the, the, the tools have come a long way and become more kind of user friendly. You don't need PhDs to, to use them. You know, I mean, heck, some people now can just pull open open AI or chat GPT and, and, and work their way down a path of finding solutions themselves all the way down to how to code something. Right. So like these tools are, are here to stay certainly. And you see some of the big boys invest in billions and billions of dollars and hiring former CEOs from here onto their team. And like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, um, it's a crazy environment right now. The, the one thing that, that comes to, to mind is those that get their the quickest, I think, are going to have the biggest competitive advantage. Those that figure out how to take these agnostic tools and how to put them into the drivetrain of what they do are going to win. In the end, they're going to win, right? We've got reams and reams and reams of qualitative data out on our Lithgopedia, right? Whether it be manuals of how to use our ERP system to um, uh, rules and regulations around this or that or policies around this or that or um, add mixtures for how to pour this style of concrete loads of stuff and then over here we have millions of data points around job cost and hours and and change orders and ar and ap and all this stuff but but realistically those two things live in their own silos and it's up to the user to go over here and say, hey, how am I doing? I'm red, yellow, green. And then go over here to say, OK, now, where is the best practice that I need to go seek out to solve or to help me get from yellow to green or from red to green? Right. Right. So we're, we're putting the user in this spot where they've got to figure all that out on their own. I look at some of these tools, the way they're the way they're presented to the market space now. And I'm like, man, there's real opportunities here to start to bring these things together and have technology recommend to the end user what to do based on the trends in their data. The technology has seen a trend in this. Why don't you think about using this to solve it? Man, you start to solve that, now you can really, really unlock productivity in a way that we've never thought about unlocking it before, or the technology wasn't even there before to really help unlock it without investing millions and millions of dollars and, and quarters to, to, to fix it, to, to figure it out. Right. It's all at your fingertips now. It's so great. We'll see. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, it feels like sci-fi a little bit, which is awesome, where like the computer is almost telling the human like where to go and what to do, um, but in a good way because we're curating it with our own data. So it's actually... Um, moving us closer to like solve the problems that matter to us rather than being like a, uh, a bad sci-fi story is going to be a good sci-fi story. <laughs> it, it has the, it has the possibility of doing that. That's for sure. I, I think what's really neat about it. And, and again, I'm just right now, just looking through this lens of construction where you've got, at least in concrete construction, you have a couple handfuls, 20, 30, 40, 50 companies that are kind of of size and scale. But ultimately, then you have thousands that are much smaller, right? That are everything from you and I just started a concrete company to a family business that's been around for 10 years that, you know, may have 100 employees or whatever it is. 
all the way up to big size and scale of multi-town and multi-region and thousands of, of coworkers, right? For those that are towards the smaller or medium end of that spectrum, these tools are so easy now to interact with, you don't need to hire necessarily a bunch of IT people or a bunch of data people to begin to use them and experiment with them. The barrier to entry has now become much lower. And right. in a low overhead environment like construction is, that allows these people to now begin to interact with them and, and, and try to find their own productivity gains from them, which as a, as a larger organization, to some extent is a little bit intimidating because it's like, whoa, all of a sudden now we may see some increased competition. But at the end of the day, as a marketplace, the increased competition keeps, keeps everyone on their toes, right? Right. So I'm excited about them in, in, in a number of different ways. We'll, we'll see how the next few years pans out, right? I love it. Love that idea. And time to market, right? Like how quickly can you, can you start using it um, compared to your peers? Uh, so on that yeah. on that uh, on that side, since you have been investing on uh, data and uh, learning all these things at Lico for for a little bit now, how, how big is the team and the structure around it uh, today? Um, since we're we're talking about you know some of those smaller guys coming and leapfrogging um, with with simpler tools, like what what have you done so far in your company to aggregate some capabilities? Um, yeah, yeah. So we've been. I'll say kind of on our on our no kidding data journey as as you know you would you would kind of generally define it um, over the last four or five years I mentioned since then um, we have built up a, a a small internal data team um, by five and a half folks are on that team as we sit here today um, but we also have a trusted third party consultancy that 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 uh, we use uh, quite frequently. Um, and I think throughout 2023, it's been anywhere from we've had two or so folks from their team working with us all the way up to six or seven working with us, depending on what we're cranking on. So we try to stay lean and mean internally to keep the overhead down and then flex and spend kind of on a project basis externally. Um, but certainly we've dedicated some some money and some resources to to the to the data piece to. Um, create the appropriate foundation of, of, of everything from pipelines, linking source systems into a, a data warehouse, uh, or um, uh, creating the appropriate data models for various pieces of the business, uh, mm -hmm. to putting the right tooling in place to be able to monitor data quality and ensure that um, we can start to give end users um, a visibility into the quality of the data and try to get them own it as close as we possibly can to where it's entered for the first time um, to um, leveraging, you know, some of the more common front end tools to build centralized dashboards and visualizations yet at the same time have this eye towards how can we um, democratize the data in the appropriate places and, and create power users that can go do some of that themselves. and. So I would say we're kind of doing all the quote unquote right things. I think they're all in various levels of maturity though, certainly over right. kind of where we are. Awesome. Well, great. This was this was super helpful, very insightful to, um, I think to anyone watching, there's a lot to learn here. Thanks for sharing your journey and, and how you guys are approaching it. Um, so uh, yeah, thanks Ryan. Uh, the journey was was great and 
Uh, thanks for joining us. And if you want to know more, please visit CDO Magazine Tech for additional interviews. Thank you. Great. Thank you.